0: previously on the loyal littles podcast
1: all right well this kind of sucks i have to be honest gary because we're almost out of time we at the loyal littles podcast we pride ourselves on the fun dumb questions now i know the littles are screaming at us right now because they're like are you insane why are you gonna ask (laughs) you have gary freaking Braun on your show why are you gonna ask do you prefer oh
0: that's a good good one
1: go ahead you brought it up oh dude i go hollywood come on man (laughs) Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the
0: WTFC
2: Podcast Network.
1: It's not just us, Roxy. He's back. He's back. The Brit's oh, I'm, back.
2: I'm back and worse than ever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, Simon, it's good to have you back here. Now, you're under the weather a little bit, I hear.
2: Yeah, I've, I've, I you know, have managed to not catch anything for two years, and now I have a cold, and it's, <laughs> it's horrible.
1: All right. Well, it's great to have you back, Simon. We've been... Not that I don't like alone time and us time with Roxy here, but, you know. We it's missed a, our
0: third wheel. We
1: missed the third wheel.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Wow. How many episodes have you done without a third wheel? Probably about four now.
0: Yeah. Or four, Oof. four yeah. or five. It's been rough. The, the listeners yeah. are getting bored with us, so.
2: <laughs> like we always
1: we said from day one, a good podcast always needs a good Brit, so. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, you know, exactly. You're it. And it's like, you know. Yeah, who wants to ride a bicycle when you can ride a tricycle? Right? Yeah, I mean... You know, yeah.
0: I love tricycles. <laughs>
2: exactly. They're safe. You know, it's going to go so forward. Safe. You're not going to fall over. Yes. It's
1: well, great. Well, all I know is Tiny Chuck wanted back in, but we were like, eh, we're good on our own. And then, but then we got the Brit back. We're like, yeah, we're doing it. So... I don't know where Tiny Chuck is. He's doing this other podcast, uh, which I'd love to give a quick plug for. It's the Upset Special podcast.
0: Which you're a part of. Which I
1: am a part of. And the only reason I'm plugging it is because we went 4-0 this week on our Upset Specials. That's so, pretty great. And I'm saying this now to jinx it because I'm sure this week we will do terrible. But if you get a chance and you want to head on over, go listen to the Upset Special podcast if you're into that stuff. <laughs> Let's get to some of our emails. And there was lots of Jetsons yeah. and Zebra Talk. Uh-huh. Lots of that. Uh-huh. Now, Simon, are you a Jetsons fan at all? Do you, you know who the Jetsons are, right? I
2: know who the Jetsons are. I can't say I've watched it for quite some time, but right. well, is it making a comeback?
1: No, it was our last great Meet the Littles, well, Meet the Bigs interview we had with Mr. Gary Braun uh, at Braun Film. And that was what he picked for the house that he would want to live
2: uh, in. That's a great answer. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. went futuristic.
1: Yeah. And we, I never even thought of that. But so it brought up some interesting conversation about, and he even said right then, he said, I haven't seen it in forever. So he's like, I don't even know if their advancements maybe were beyond those advancements already. We are. There are some. We and, are. Because we heard from Ed Butt. Yeah. And he just says, I'm curious, as I'm just watching our Rumba finish vacuuming the floor and return to its home to recharge itself, how many of those crazy, unrealistic things the Jetsons had that we actually have now? And that's a good point. I never even would have thought about that. Now, someone also brought up, I don't remember who it was, someone commented on that, saying that they didn't even have their own self-vacuuming. They had a robot, Rosie, is that, was that her yeah. name? They had a made robot, Rosie, and she did the vacuuming. So there's one right there that we've gone beyond the Jetsons, yeah. essentially.
2: Wow. And then, I mean, I always feel like the Flintstones actually had really good technology as well. I
1: think they did too. You know? Yeah.
2: Yeah, they, they had like the animals that would like eat the garbage and, they, you know, they had all the different things. I was like smart. My favorite
0: so... was when the Flintstones meet the Jetsons.
1: I was going to say the crossover. Yeah.
0: yeah, that was great.
1: Now, if I'm being truthful... Guys, I did like the Flintstones more than the Jetsons.
0: Uh, yeah. My I think sister I was too. the Jetsons
1: freak. I was more the Flintstones.
0: Mm-hmm. I loved when they did the live action Flintstones with uh, oh, um, John Goodman.
1: John Goodman. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was well Halle cast.
0: Berry. Like, come on. I it will say so those great. were well cast.
1: I will give them so credit where great. credit's due. But I just.
0: Who played Wilma? Um, was it? Wasn't it? I think she was the mom in Miracle on 34th Street, the remake. What's her name? Oh, really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure.
1: Wasn't Michelle, Sarah Michelle Geller in those? Well, there were a bunch of them. There was, I'm thinking of the Sarah original. Sarah Michelle
0: Geller was in Scooby Doo.
1: Oh, that's what I'm thinking uh, yeah, That's yeah, what I'm thinking yeah. of. Because Freddie Prince Jr. Right,
0: that's Scooby Doo. Oh,
1: I got the wrong yeah. remake, live action <laughs> thingamabob. So, okay. Oh,
0: what is her name? That's going to bother me. I think, Anyone? I think
1: you're right. I think you're right, actually. Right in. All right, so then we heard all about the zebras, which was crazy. So we did our new segment last episode, and we were telling how all over Maryland, these escaped zebras were all over the place. Roaming. And Jenny Robbins wrote in and said, yes, it's real. It's been about three weeks now. They seem to be spotted in the same area. I pass that area a few times a week, and time allowing, I drive by and see if I can spot them. I mean, that sounds kind of
2: fun, that's actually. Really oh, yeah. fun. Is the plan to catch them, or are they just kind of entering the wild now? Is that... I don't know. Well, this is what's
1: crazy, Simon. I mean, this is in Maryland. This is not right. like in the middle of... I don't even know. Right. I, apparently, there's a farm there the or something, desert? and they breed them. I, I, I guess. I don't know. I thought when I first saw the article, I assumed it was they escaped from a zoo of some sort. Yeah. And But that's not no, the case. No, it's an animal sanctuary. Annual, well, and then someone actually brought up a good point of saying, why aren't they just using tranquilizer guns? On them, right, so that they can be returned to the proper place, right. So, but I guess they're just gonna let them roam for a while, so people can people watch them, and or that's not animal watch them. What would you call that?
0: <laughs> animal watch.
1: I guess I don't know. So I don't know. I think that'd be fun. I mean, it also freaked me out. I mean, seriously, if you're driving down a highway in Maryland, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you expect to see maybe a deer you know, obviously like dogs, things like that, or even like a moose, you know, like if you're driving in Vermont, there's all those signs, moose crossings, okay, Mm -hmm. then you're kind of expecting it. That's fun. I mean, would you really be expecting to see a zebra? No. I mean, that would freak me out if I was driving. I would almost think like I'm hallucinating or something.
0: I would go get my eyes checked.
1: Right, exactly. So then we also heard, we had a message from Gina, it just says Gina, and it says, I listened to your podcast last Saturday, so I watched Ordinary Joe, and I loved it. Damn it. Another <laughs> new show to watch. <laughs> so, I mean, look, we're just here to help. We're, we didn't say you have to watch it, but it is a good show. It, episode two got a little kind of, it's, it's kind of hard to follow. Now, Simon, are you yeah. watching any network TV or any even streaming TV? Let's not leave streaming out. Well. Because uh, it is the fall lineup here. The fall mm-hmm, season has started.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been watching Bachelor in Paradise, obviously. Oh. But, yes. uh, but no, I did start watching the thing that everyone's talking about, Squid anyone Ooh, seen that yet no on Netflix I have not Ooh, heard of it's, this uh, is it it's good? a Korean series I don't want to give too much away but it's it's getting a lot of buzz right now mm-hmm. and it's definitely good it's a little twisted so if you you know if you're into kind of dark dark things then this is it basically yeah. it's you know people competing in child games to win money but with consequences I don't want to say any more than that
1: okay so said. and it's a full season type thing it's already- uh,
2: allegedly yeah I mean I'm on episode 2 it's a
0: it sounds like a game show. It's
2: not a game show. It's it's scripted, but oh. it's it's uh, it's 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 very good. Like the, the first episode, you know, it's just a lot of establishing stories. So mm-hmm. you know, you might be like, oh, what am I watching? But it uh, it really kicks in, and then it, it's pretty cool. All right. And it's getting all the buzz. It's Add like it to the list, Roxy. Right now. Add yeah. it
1: to the list. All
3: right. All right. And
1: I'm glad we got a streaming show in there. There you go. Non-network TV. There you TV. go, listeners. There you go, Sully. Uh, non-network TV yep. conversation. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we actually had another one from Edbot, right? We
0: did. He um, wanted to
1: change an answer or something.
0: Yeah. He said, Chuck and Roxy, I misremembered. For my SNL appearance, I want the Leningrad Cowboys.
1: Who are they? I've never even heard of them. Simon, do you know who they are? I mean, I'm assuming mm. it's a band. No idea. Yeah. No that, idea. That, I'm assuming that's he means to change his musical guest. We're going to have to yeah. look that up. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll check that out. And real quick, lastly, we heard from Michael P. Seiden, and he says, Hey, back off Ron Roxy with The Electric Company and Jethro Tull. I mean, give her a break. She's a newlywed.
0: Aw, thanks.
1: I mean, well, you know.
0: I'm still a newlywed four months in, right?
1: (laughs) I guess. I don't know.
0: We made it four months. That's good. Holy cow.
2: It depends how long you're planning on being married. for. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. All right. If you're going to split up in a year, then... You guys are already well into it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah.
1: Well, I don't know. Hmm. I'll leave that up to her. She makes all the decisions. I mean, everyone knows that, right? I mean, come on. I
0: guide you.
1: (laughs) She guides me. I guide you in the right direction. Absolutely. That's what I'm supposed to say. Right, Simon? Yes. Okay. (laughs) On that note, let's get out of here and we'll be right back with
0: meet the littles.
4: This is Sully from Boston never revere and you're listening to the loyal littles podcast on the wtfc podcast network too much time taking shortcuts should have learned it the right way because patient hands tend to wisdom from sunken ships and renegades Oh, I got too much time to lose, and I don't think I'm pulling through. I try to follow all the past that lay before me. It only takes just one mistake. You hit the ground, a spiral down, and when a king loses his crown, it's just a warning. Wow. We
1: are being played in this episode by Jack Blair, and this song is called One For Me. And he writes in, This song is an actual attempt for me to write a song that no matter how low I'm feeling could lift me out of it. It's about being beaten by imposter syndrome, bruised in the ego, battered by the world, and turning it around, remembering that I am not defined by depression. Hopefully the chorus lifts you like it does me. If you like what you hear, you can find Jack on Instagram at Blair underscore b2b. And he also has a Linktree account, which puts all his social media in one place, and we'll post that in our show notes. And as always, we'll play the full song, one for me, at the end of the podcast. And I'm the villain
4: in all my stories. It's Ali when Joe's around. Kick myself when I'm down. One left hand, I'll show the glory. I'm doing. All
1: you Loyal Littles, it's now time to meet the Littles. And Roxy, we have a fun one for you today. Please welcome to the podcast, Lori Aseo. Hey, Lori, how's it going?
5: Great. How are you all doing? Good. We're good. Yeah.
1: We know you've heard a few of the episodes, so what we do is we just turn it right over to you. Why don't you introduce yourself to all the Loyal Littles out there and tell us a little something about yourself.
5: Okay. I'm Lori Aseo. I'm a retired journalist in D.C., I live just a few blocks from the Capitol, and I'm an Air Force brat from Oklahoma. I arrived in D.C. in 1988, and I retired last year after 43 years of covering government and courts as a reporter and editor. I'm a Nat season ticket holder since the beginning in '05, and I and the person to whom I am related by marriage sit in the front row of the Nat's 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 Woo section. I'm also a big fan of course racing and Oklahoma Sooners football. I've been a Mr. Tony fan since the Peter Yarrow story, which I just thought was outrageously funny. That was back when he was on TV. And I've been to all the Jingle Fests, and I have a story to tell about the TK salute.
1: Okay. All right. Hold on. Hold the phone here. I mean, we we already have to start dissecting here uh, before I lose track. I started trying to write everything down, and then I lost track here. Okay, let's go back. So where did you grow up?
5: Well, I was an Air Force brat, so we so moved, you moved around all a lot. I, yes, I actually didn't live in Oklahoma City until I was 10. Oh, and in wow. fact, as a kid, they ask you where you're from, I never knew. Oh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> wow.
0: You're from everywhere.
5: Yeah, right. The concept of being from somewhere didn't quite make sense to me.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Wow. Okay, so you moved all around. Did you go to school for journalism and stuff like that?
5: Yes, I went to the journalism school at University of Oklahoma, where I became a big OU Sooners fan, sure. and went from there to Albany, New York, to work for UPI, and was there for seven years. Then I went to Phoenix to work for AP, I was there for four years, and then in I came to D.C., and I've lived here ever since.
1: So when were you in Albany?
5: 77 to 84. So that would be the end of Hugh Carey's governorship and the beginning of Mario Cuomo. Mario Cuomo, Cuomo right. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Those were the days.
1: Very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's where I'm from. That's why I was asking.
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah. huh. From... I liked Albany.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a fun city. And so you covered all of that up there?
5: Yeah. I was at the state capitol there. I've covered state government and then here in Washington, the Supreme Court. And then I was an editor covering Congress for the last 13 years or so
3: before retiring.
5: That sounds so So
1: intense. It was it? It must have been.
5: It's it's very intense. It really is. It's a lot of fun. It's really interesting.
1: Now, is is that what you wanted to go into when you went to school for journalism or you just fell into that?
5: Absolutely. I'm, I'm really lucky that I got to do what I wanted to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow.
5: Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I finished college in 77. And my mom took me to buy my first new car, and this is in 77, you know, mm-hmm. and the salesman says to me, are you going to work on the women's page? And my mother threw herself up to her full height before I had a chance to say anything and said, my daughter covers politics.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> way to go, mom. <laughs> yeah, way to go, mom. She was the best. Oh, that's awesome. I
1: mean, that's living the dream. Now- what got you interested in it? Like, how did you know this is what I want to do in life?
5: I don't know. I just sort of like Mr. Tony. I just kind of always wanted to be a journalist, you know, all the way through school. And so I was ready to go in college. Wow.
1: It's so yeah. funny because I, I always say, you know how people ask, if you, could do your, if you could do it over again, what would you do differently? And well, I always I... say that's something I might consider because we had electives in high school, like our senior year in college for English class and mm-hmm. one of the electives was a journalism class and mm-hmm. i fell in love with it i mean i was i never thought i was a very good writer but i just there was just something about it being like a news reporter you're going to we we did like a school news cast mm-hmm. once a week oh, and they yeah. would you know we'd tape it on vhs yeah. and then they'd play it in the lobby uh-huh. and so i was always involved in that cuz that was the journalism class that did those and it was just so much fun. And like I said, I just think that's something I would want to go into. And now that I'm kind of into podcasting and radio, things like that, and I just, I don't know, that's something I think I would get into and go back and do that.
5: Yeah. It's fun because you get to ask questions of important
3: people.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. And,
5: yeah, and it's just really interesting.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's
0: yeah, it is. My brother actually went to school for, he was an English major and he did some communications, broadcast journalism. And he actually, right out of college, he had a, a job at the Greenwich Times in Connecticut and he actually got mm-hmm. to for the sports section and he actually got to interview Arnold Palmer, which oh, was fantastic. really, really cool.
1: Roxy, I did not yeah. know that.
0: very uh, the yeah. lead moment. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, so it, kind of growing up in a house where like he loved writing and loved sports and writing about sports and things like that. It really is a job and a career that can give you so many different opportunities to meet mm-hmm. and talk to so many different people. Kind of like what we're doing here on this podcast. Yeah, that's right.
1: So now, so. I, this might be an interesting question. It might be a dumb question. Do you mm-hmm. think if you replayed it now, if you were starting, if you were in college today with the way things are today, would you do the same thing?
5: I would, although I think it's a lot harder for kids these days. Well, first of all, I would never get hired (laughs) with just a degree from the University of Oklahoma. But kids are much, much more qualified nowadays. And I just think it's harder to get the jobs that I got.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Now, why would you say that? I'm, I'm curious.
5: Well, because... Kids are getting great educations, and they're really qualified. I Mm -hmm. I think it's competitive to get the good positions, and I'd have a lot more to compete against. Yeah.
1: But the technology doesn't scare you at all as far as the media? No,
5: although I'll tell you, the speed that we have to work at nowadays is really, really something. The news, you have to get it out so quickly. Particularly stuff that's stock market related. It's high pressure because... The more important the story is, the quicker you have to be, and you better not get it wrong. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: I was just going to say that's <laughs> that's a, the pressure. That's I think a ton of pressure.
1: Yeah. yeah,
5: yeah, it's fun when you get it right, but you better not get it wrong. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> wow, this is so. I'm so glad yeah. we got you on the podcast. So now let's turn to something a little more, a little lighter. So your Tony fandom. When did that start? How did you? I, I mean, I guess I realize because he's a writer, you're a writer, but when did all that start?
5: It started when the radio show was on in the morning, mm-hmm. and my husband, the person to who I am related by marriage, was listening to it while getting ready for work, so I was listening to it while getting ready for work, and the Peter Yarrow story just made me laugh so hard,
3: Yeah.
5: <laughs> and from then on, I was hooked, and I don't think I've missed a podcast all these years. It's just the pure absurdity of the things that he talks <laughs> about that gets me into it. I'm in it for the laugh,
1: you right.
0: know? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. sure.
5: hmm
0: Sure.
1: Yep trailers on his street and
5: yes <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> oh that's so wonderful
1: <laughs> i know i was glad another one of these popped up and it's funny now with the technology we have i mean it was all over twitter later that day which was fun oh, yeah like, yeah we right? saw the pictures <laughs> it
5: was oh, oh of... i didn't look for the pictures oh, oh yeah my gosh. Oh, and, <laughs>
1: and i gotta say i'm with him 100 it was me too it was just it was brief yeah i mean it was <laughs> not pretty we'll just leave it at that
5: <laughs> uh, yeah so i'm in it for the laugh and all the other littles are just so much fun. It's mm-hmm. just hilarious to see people who are so funny and clever.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, well, now let's get into our Jingle Fest Queen. I think we, I feel like we call you. You've been to every one?
5: I've been to all of them, yes.
1: Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. And, but you don't write jingles or anything like that.
5: No, I'm like uh, the lady from Williamstown, Massachusetts. I think of one who was on recently. I think of one line, and then I can't get any further. <laughs> You're like, here, here's
1: the idea. You run with it. Here, Joanne. Yeah,
5: exactly. Anyway, yeah, no, I have not attempted to write any, but it is really fun to go to all the jingle fists. I'm kind of what you might call one of the quieter, shyer littles. Mm-hmm. I have an analogy for that, too. If you've read Harper Marx's autobiography called Harpo Speaks. It's a fabulous book.
3: Oh, really? Anyway,
5: okay. he was one of the members of the famous Algonquin Round Table back in the 20s. And he said, again, he was with all these very, very smart and clever people, just mm-hmm. incredible humor. And he said the one thing they didn't have before he arrived was someone who listened. So he oh, was man. a listener. Ah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah. So... My theory is that every group of funny and clever people needs a listener, and that's me.
0: That is, that's a great motto. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: I mean, I I love being around people who are funny, even though I always think of the funny thing to say later.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. You're like, oh, I
1: should have yeah. said that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now let's go to Summer of Littles. Are you and you go to those as well?
5: No, I couldn't go this year. No, I have never been to a Summer of Littles that's yet. That's so
1: interesting. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing we've been to. Actually, we've only been to one. It was this year and we've uh-huh. never been to a Jingle Fest. We've got to get yeah. to a Jingle Fest. Oh,
5: they're so much fun. Yeah. It, it, again, the songs are just so absurdly funny. <laughs> yeah. It's, and it's really fun to see them perform them live and everybody gets to sing along and all that stuff. Sure. It's really, really
3: great fun.
1: Okay, yeah. now we're going to sidestep one more time, because uh, uh-huh. Littles, we, she filled out this form gloriously, and there's so much on it. Well, you heard the, her, her introduction. There was just so much there. Let's get into the racehorsing. i very curious uh. about this, because I basically grew up on a racetrack. So, Did you? Which one? Yeah, well, all over. We traveled. The, our main track was Vernon Downs in Verona, New York, because these mm-hmm. are the harness racing. Oh, ah, okay, that's not right. the thoroughbreds, the harness. Yeah. The Red Mile in Lexington, Kentucky, Pompano right. Park down in Florida. We traveled a lot, but our main uh-huh. track was the one in Verona, New York, Vernon Downs. Uh, now, so you're more, more into thoroughbreds?
5: I'm into thoroughbreds. Mm. And, okay. you know, I've just been a horse lover all my life.
0: They're beautiful. Yeah.
5: Yeah, living in Albany, the first racetrack I ever went to was Saratoga. Yeah. And I thought they were all going to be like that. It's oh, <laughs> yeah. so lovely. Yeah. yeah, so I own shares of race horses, you know, oh. through racing partnerships. And for years, I did photography of the races. A friend of mine runs a website that's very wonderful, called TheRacingBiz dot com. Oh, so wow. My pictures were on that, but that's hard work. I think I'm going to bail out on that from now on. Uh, <laughs> <see>. <laughs> well, this
1: is—it's really interesting because I've been a fan obviously my whole life too. I mean, it was my life growing up, essentially. Every yeah. weekend mm-hmm. we were there. I, I yeah. was grooming the horses. I always mm-hmm. wanted to be a jockey, stuff like that. Me uh, too. <laughs> I'm going to, I've got a side note into this. It's kind of how I became a Red Sox fan because uh-huh. my family <laughs> is the one that got George Steinbrenner. He started oh, out. no kidding. Yeah. He started out in harness racing with my, uh-huh. co- my cousin was a jockey Yeah. and my dad was partners with my cousin and it's, I'm just going to leave it there and it's a long story, but yeah, no, I mean, it was just the tracks. Like you said, my uncle had a box at Saratoga. So we'd go Mm -hmm. up as many times as we could over the summer yeah. And there, and the harness as well, but mostly the flat track. Right. I mean, this is back when it was the August place to be. Now it's yeah. now it's all now yeah. it's
5: the July August. <laughs> yeah, now November it's the summer place to, place be. to be, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I'm going way back, but so I was a little kid, and we'd go up to those box seats, and just oh, it was great. So even to mm-hmm. the solo, even as an adult, I was on the West Coast on a tour about I'd say four or five years ago, and I was close to Santa Anita, and I'm like, I've never been, so I've got to go see that track. You know, so it's almost like baseball stadiums in a yeah, way. Yeah, you know, you want yeah. to see the the architecture, everything. And then of course, and mm-hmm. I've said this on the podcast before so I don't need to go into it again, but one of my greatest sports moments was I was at the Kentucky Derby one year when Barbara was oh. Uh-huh. I think that was 2009 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Again, just one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had. It was so, mm-hmm. so great.
5: We go to the Preakness in Belmont every year, sure. except um, during the pandemic, of course. Right, right,
1: right. right, I can
5: tell you that my husband was an extra in the movie Seabiscuit. Stop it. No way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They advertise, go out to Santa Anita, wear your best late 30s Thai clothing. I could not go because I was working, of course, which was the story of my life. Yeah. yeah. But so he did, and he got on the rail. They put him on the rail for one of the big races. And if you slow it down and you stop it at a certain point where the horses are going down the track, you can see one blob on the rail, and that's
0: him. (laughs) that is so cool. That's so great. So
1: what would you say is your favorite track? Is it Saratoga?
0: Oh, Saratoga,
5: yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. just wonderful. Yeah,
1: it's a great place to be. Mm.
5: So remember, Mr. Tony said that somebody told him three ways to lose your money. One of them was buy a restaurant. One <laughs> of them I can't remember. And the third one was buy thoroughbred racehorses. Yeah. <laughs> <And>
3: so, <laughs> sure enough.
5: So I hereby volunteer <laughs> to help Tony get into thoroughbred race owning. <laughs> And you don't have to own the whole horse. You can no. just own part of it. Sure. I prefer to have the nose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean. She said she wasn't
1: going to be funny. I don't understand. Yeah, not? Like,
0: that's the first thing that crosses the finish line. Right. So.
1: Exactly. Yes,
5: exactly. Yeah. Sure. I went by the nose. I want it to be my nose. That's the yeah. part to have. Yeah. <laughs> I want
1: to own that. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, Lori, we already have to take a quick break. Uh, you can stay around, right? Okay. Because we obviously have to get into your great story, which we're saving for this next part. Yes. So Loyal right. Littles will be right back with Meet the Littles.
4: Hi, this is Maurice Warner from Washington, D.C. And you're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Let's use a read
0: Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. We are meeting the littles. We are here with Lori Asayo.
1: (laughs) She was prepping to say that name correctly. I don't know. She's so excited. (laughs) You got it. That was great. So Lori, before we took the break, we were talking about racehorsing and everything. And it it reminded me, and as we tell everyone, when we take a break, we take a break and we do some talking. And we brought up a story about my mom. Now we were talking about, I asked if you go to the auctions for the Mm -hmm. horses And one of my favorite stories, we were, as a kid, we went to one down in Lexington, Kentucky. I think that's where it was. It might've been Pompano. I think it was Lexington, Kentucky. And it was a big deal because my dad was partners with my cousin and they were going to buy a a horse and everything. And so they're Mm -hmm. off doing their thing and we're just sitting in the stand, but we're sitting where, because everyone sits, you know, and they're bidding. Okay. Right. Uh And for some reason, this wasn't one of the ones with paddles. Huh? for antiques and stuff. I, I don't even know how to explain. All I remember yeah. is my mom was worried about my dad. She's she sitting there? No, me and my sister were probably like 10 and 12, mm-hmm. maybe. So we're not, mm-hmm. you know, babies, but we're not teenager adults either. Right. And I'll never forget. At one point, my mom was, you know, this is back before cell phones and texting, obviously. And mm-hmm. she couldn't, she we couldn't find my dad. So uh-huh. all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she sees him across the room and she's like, oh, there he is. And the, oh, <laughs> and the auctioneer no. goes, and we have a new bidder. And it, it oh, was like, no. it was like for 5000 I forget how much it was. But she was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. <laughs> she's like, I don't want to bid. I don't want to bid. And so luckily, and it was funny because the guy, there was two other people bidding. And immediately, the, uh, one of the other guys dropped out because they thought... It was a new bidder. He
5: almost bought a horse by accident. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh.
1: And it was, oh, my gosh. So luckily, she, like, quickly explained to the guy who called out her bid, and luckily, the other guy co- was watching. You know, because these people are intense at these yeah. auctions. Yeah, And so they uh-huh. were watching, and they realized what happened, so the other two got back into it, and then one of them ended up getting the horse. Oh, that's wonderful. But, oh, my gosh. So, Okay. <laughs> Now we must get into this because we've had a couple, I'm trying to remember who it was. I think it was Terry and he came and we had this discussion and I kind of agreed with him Mm -hmm. and this is why it was so much fun when I found you Mm -hmm. because the first thing you said to us was, I do have a good TK salute story and Mm -hmm. because I was on Terry, so I am very hesitant about
0: Giving the TK salute. Obviously
1: giving the TK salute to anybody, much less another loyal little. And so, okay, the floor is yours. What is the story you have about giving the TK salute?
5: Okay, I I have to have a short preface on this. I think Terry Scanlon is exactly right. You really have to be careful about using the (laughs) TK salute in public. To a perfect stranger, uh, one time I was at a Arena concert on Capitol Hill that is in a church, and I was wearing my TK Little shirt, and a guy came up and offered me a hearty latiserie, and I offered him the same back, and at that point we agreed that given that we were in a church, we probably shouldn't exchange TK solutions, <laughs> so we didn't. But the scenario that Terry said, suggested, actually did happen to me, That where you can do it. I was driving on a highway near Pimlico in Baltimore. It would be in May, three years ago, and driving down the highway, minding my business, and a car comes past with an arm sticking out the window, flipping the bird at me. I mean, the arm was way, way out there, flipping the bird at me, and I thought, that's funny, I'm not doing anything unusual, (laughs) and this all happens within the space of about five seconds. Right. I'm not doing anything unusual, and I thought, wait a minute, that's a little... I'll bet he saw my sticker, and sure enough, I sped up to see on the back of his vehicle, and sure enough, he had a TK sticker too. No so way! That was that was a TK salute, and it's one of my proudest moments as a little. Oh, <laughs> that's f- wonderful. Now,
1: did you speed back up around him and? No, no, <laughs> I,
5: I didn't. So I have no idea who it is. So if whoever it is is listening here, write in and say I'm the one who gave you the TK. That
0: would fabulous. be so cool, if right? We, if this- we were able to reconnect.
1: When, yeah. would, when was this about?
0: My guess, it was probably in 18 or 19. Yeah. Okay. That is so funny. I mean, the way you were describing <laughs> it, how they had their arm out of the window. Yeah. That was so intentional. Like, yes, it couldn't yes. not be a little at that point. Right. Well, <laughs> that's
5: I mean, what I said. They were not missing their chance yeah. to give yeah. the salute to a
0: fellow little. That's <laughs> so great. And I
1: guess if you didn't, like, cut him off or anything, you were know, yeah. just no, minding your own, just own, minding
0: business. own business. Yeah. No, just minding no, your no, business. No, I'm, no, I'm certain it was, because he had the TK sticker yeah, on. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. That was the dead giveaway. It was fabulous. Well, Very I I can't wait to find out if we've done anything to reconnect you to okay i kind of
1: want to have a tk salute moment now though but see i don't we don't drive anywhere here in new york city so no (laughs) No. my tk salute is is the eye
0: roll yeah you don't
5: want to do it on the street you can really get in trouble
3: yeah
1: well i mean if i see a tk shirt you never know i mean we'll see i guess that's better than a sticker in a sense Mm -hmm. but um We'll That's see. a
5: nice thing. I mean, around here, every now and then, you do run into somebody with a shirt on or something. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not so much here. I've been, you know, it's funny. I've been keeping an eye out, seeking them out, and even like, you know, now that we met quite a few at Summer of Littles yeah. here in the city, so we know some. But I haven't never, and I would think New York City. I know it's not Washington D.C., where the show's based out of, but, but there's so many yeah, people I here. Yeah, it's,
0: it's such a small world yeah. here. Um. Well, you probably will sooner or later.
1: Yeah, we did finally got to interview Lee Gordon, and Mm -hmm. he actually is a friend of someone I play softball with. So that was Mm -hmm. kind of a fun connection. And the softball player didn't realize the connection that we had. And he's like, how do you know Lee Gordon? I was like, oh, it's a long story. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, so, wow, this is great. So believe it or not, we're almost out of time here. And I know you've listened to a couple episodes here. So, you know, we have to ask some fun, dumb questions if that's okay. Okay. All right. Roxy, what do we got?
0: All right. Well, I'm going to circle back really quick and ask you, because I think this could be really fun. Maybe not funny, but fun. Uh Uh, What is your favorite? And it could be like a top three. Maybe it might be difficult. What is your favorite thoroughbred name?
5: Oh, gosh. Favorite thoroughbred name. Well, my favorite thoroughbred is a horse named Extra Heat, uh, who ran in the mainly in the Maryland area. Mm-hmm. X-T-R-A Heat, H-E-A-T. Mm. So I think that's
0: probably my favorite thoroughbred name. Nice. Can I tell, yeah.
1: Can I tell mine? Sure. Okay. So when I was a younger kid.
0: <laughs> another Chuck another story. Quick, real quick story. I'm sorry. I mean, I feel like I'm
1: hi, uh-huh. hijacking your, your interview here. But so my dad did some breed, you know, we did some breeding with the horses. Mm-hmm. And so we had like three pregnant horses. And my dad said that me and my sister could each name one. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know where. And I used to always, this is going to sound silly, but I used to always pretend I was a jockey, like with the harness mm-hmm. and, you oh, know, like yeah. the empty mm-hmm. carts. And I would pretend I'm in the, ra- you know. Anyway, you do. I'm a kid. You know, I'm playing. Yeah. yeah. You're pretending, you know, like, you know, it's like being the, you know, bottom of the ninth and you hit the home run. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of thing. But for harness racing. Anyway. So there was, we had this old used bathtub that we had in the barn in one of our barns and we would use that as like one of the troughs for the water and we mm-hmm. would fill it so they could come in and drink the water and stuff like that. So one day my dad comes in and finds one of the newborns in the tub.
3: <laughs> oh my god. How it got
1: in the tub, he d- no there was no water in it. I mean it's okay you know, it wasn't like he was drowning or anything. But oh, I always had, I came up with this name before, and I don't know why I thought it would sound funny, but anyway, he let me name it Lucky Ducky.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's very that's cute. Wonderful. I, just, I just
1: always loved, I could just hear, you know, I could hear the announcer, it's a Lucky Ducky coming on the outside, you know, mm-hmm. you know oh down, the stretch, down the stretch, down the stretch they come, Lucky Ducky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, it was like, my mom was like, you realize, because my dad was not really in favor of that name uh-huh. until he walked into the barn and saw it in the tub. <sighs> And then my mom was like, "You have to let him name that horse, (laughs) Lucky."
3: Yeah, yeah. So anyway,
1: yeah. (laughs) Anyway, that's a wonderful
0: name. (laughs) If I had a horse, I always thought I'd name it Marmalade. I don't know why. (laughs) That's a good name. I just Marmalade, Marm. Hey, Marm, how's it going? It's not exciting. What was yours again, Lori? My favorite, Extra Heat.
1: That's my
5: favorite horse. I love the name as well. Now, that's
1: a name. That's a great name. That's a great name. That's the
5: name of a champion. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Uh All right. Love it. All right. Mm -hmm. So, here's another one. If you could, now, this is interesting because of what you did for your career. If you could have dinner with anyone from history, who would it be?
5: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wow, that's really hard. I think Mozart.
1: Ooh. Wouldn't that be
5: fun? That'd be really fun. Oh my
1: gosh, that's a yeah. Uh, obviously, I'm a musician, so that's a. I, I love that answer.
5: Yeah, um, I mean, because you know, you know, I always have this sort of fantasy that it would be neat to be able to go back in history and sort of tell Mozart, it's going to be okay. You know, yeah. you're going to be remembered as a genius. Wow. Or tell Her- Herman Melville, I know you're dying broke, but it's going to be okay. Moby Dick really is a classic. Yeah, will it, be recognized. Yeah. Yeah, oh. so that I would really love to be able to do.
1: That's great.
0: I mean, that leads me into the time travel question. Yeah. Like, are, Would those be your your top two moments in time that you would go back to if you could time travel?
5: Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Those sound pretty good. Wouldn't you love to hear the premiere of a piece of music by Mozart? Oh yes. my gosh, absolutely. Or be at the premiere of a play by Shakespeare? That yeah. would be fabulous.
0: Yeah, oh, that would be, be, be amazing. really, really cool. What's a great book you've read recently?
5: Oh, gosh, a great book I've read recently. I haven't read a lot of great stuff recently. (laughs) No, it's true. I've just been keeping up on Twitter with the news (laughs) and just reading the paper. A great book I've read recently. Well, one I recommended to my brother was Moby Dick. You can't try to read it as a kid. You have to grow up and be an adult to read it just because it's so... Well, I guess it's deep, but it's also so brilliant that I think you have to kind of grow up to really be able to get it.
0: Yeah, that's great.
1: All right, let's do a classic one. If you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would it be?
5: Roadrunner. Ooh. <laughs> that's a I'd new be one. I'd the Roadrunner. He's fast, and he always gets the best out of Wile E. Coyote. Yes. It's more fun than that.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Classic.
0: Yeah. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. What is the one food you could never bring yourself to eat?
5: Olives. I'm just not an olive person. Really? I'm sorry. Any kind? Any kind of olives. I just don't like them. I'm not allergic or anything. I just don't like them. Don't
0: like them. Sorry, folks. (laughs) Yeah. That's okay. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) I like pineapple on my pizza, so I won't judge. let's not
1: get into that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Are you a pineapple person?
0: Me? Yeah. They're okay. Uh, That's okay? Yeah, they're
1: fine. No, I mean on pizza, though.
0: Oh, on pizza? No. No, no. no, yeah. no. They, that, See, no, I'm, to I'm each their, their own. <laughs> See? I knew yeah, it. I no. knew it. All right. If you could be an Olympic athlete, in what sport would you compete?
5: Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's a good one. I guess, oh, track and field. Yeah. I think Tony's right. Tony is right. Track and field, first one yeah. to the tape. That is. Yep. Th- there's just nothing more exciting than that.
3: Yeah.
1: Yep. And they
5: look like they have a great time, don't they? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: The 100, it's crazy. How it's, fast yeah. they are. It's yeah. scary. It's
5: just fabulous. Remember yeah. Michael Johnson? He, I think he oh, ran yeah. in the Atlanta Olympics. I think so. He was so great because he stood. He was straight up while he was running. Yeah. His running style was so different from everybody else. Yeah. I just thought he was terrific. Yeah. And, of course, Usain Bolt is the best.
4: Yes. And all the
5: women, too. Oh, yes. my gosh. Yeah. The women this year were fantastic.
1: Yeah. 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 Now, speaking of that, I know we never got into your fandom. I, we know you're obviously a Nationals fan, right? Yes. Now, and so what was that like real quick? Let's let's back into well, that.
5: Well, you have to, I mean, in, in all these sports, you have to be patient, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, especially with the Nats. But uh, I got to go to the World Series games. I've right. never been to one before. It was great fun. I didn't get to be in the parade like that other guy, but ah. I got to go to the parade. Nice. And That's it, was just, it was so great. It was so great to see them win. It was so improbable,
1: you Right. Know? Well, can yeah. we We didn't go into this with him because he brought it up right at the last second kind of thing. Yeah. So real quick. Now, uh-huh. I need to know because as a Red Sox fan, I know yeah. heartbreak. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, we've had some good luck in the last couple decades here. But you go up 2 nothing, and they're coming home. And now you've yeah. season tickets. Did you go to all three games?
3: Oh, sure.
5: Okay, yes. so
1: you were uh-huh. at all three games. But you lost three in a row at home. Like, lost
5: three in a row. Oh, my gosh. What? I thought we were toast. Right? You know, but it was still exciting to go to a World Series game. I, sure. mean, I mean, as you say, the Nats had only existed since 05. Whoever thought they'd win a World Series that quickly? Yeah, that's I true.
1: Didn't. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. I
5: didn't expect it, so I was just happy we were in it. And then, oh my gosh, so many times they were down and they came back. It was just remarkable. Yeah, Luck yeah. turned in the Nats' way that year. It was so much fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was a dream run. It really was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it
5: really was. It was great. Yeah. It was just great. So I'm not too bummed right now. Oh but, no! Uh, of course yeah. not.
1: Well, the only thing I would say, and I feel you know, you know, I've said this many times, how they're like my National League team because of Tony. How I do still feel so feel bad, like you didn't get to do the whole next year. Mm.
5: Yeah, you know, it's, it's true, but you know, I don't mind. I mean, they won it, and we yeah. got to enjoy winning it. It was so great, yeah. and you got I the trophy. Yeah, we got the parade. I didn't feel cheated that we didn't get to, you know, lord it over everybody for the next
1: year. <laughs> Come on, that's the best part. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah, that's we got to so win. It
5: was fabulous. What a great sports experience that was.
1: Yeah. Well, Laurie, we're almost out of time. So is there anything we can plug for you? Uh, how can we find you? Are you on Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff?
5: I am on Twitter and Facebook as Laurie Aseo. And if you want, you can look at Great Horse Racing News at com.
1: Okay, and that's where your that's, f- photos are?
5: Yes, although not lately anymore. Uh. I mean, I've, it, it, that's hard work. I think I've had enough. <laughs> 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 but if they run any for previous years, sometimes they'll still show up there. Cool. But it's a great website if you want to know about horse racing in the Mid-Atlantic. You know, and when your horse wins, you feel like a genius. You know, you had absolutely nothing to
1: do with it. Right, exactly. Well, you you picked the right jockey silk color, you know. Yeah. Someone used to say they'd pick the one that the horse that pooped right before they got into the
5: starting gate. (laughs) Oh. Right, so it'd be a little
3: lighter. Yeah, right. Smart. Exactly,
1: exactly. (laughs) All right, and as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this.
0: Over or under? Over, definitely, without
5: a doubt.
1: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I feel like we need to start keeping a tally here. Yeah. Maybe we'll go back.
0: We'll go back and
5: re-listen to everyone. We haven't
1: asked everybody that. But almost everyone. I mean, if Joe Arrow had his way, we would. Yeah. um, (laughs) 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 Well, Lori, thank you so much for coming on the Loyal Littles podcast. We really appreciate the time.
0: Great.
5: Well, thank you. You all are doing a great job. It's a lot of fun to hear hear everybody.
0: Well, we're having fun doing this. Yeah, this has been terrific. It's been a good
1: time. All right, all you Loyal Littles, we'll be right back.
0: You're
5: listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Now back to the show.
1: Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And thanks, Lori, again for coming on and meeting the Littles. So much fun. It amazes me, Roxy, how much we find with these Littles that we have in common. Yeah.
0: It's it's a small world.
1: It's amazing to Mm -hmm. me sometimes. We're like the Albany and... And then, uh, you know, the horse race, it just just blows my mind. And it's it's fun for us because we obviously had no idea. So we really appreciate the time. And all right, you two. We didn't get to do this last week. So let's get to the... Friday Five, Friday Five, oh, Friday, Friday Five, Friday Five, Friday Five, oh, Friday, Friday Five, Friday Five, Friday Five, oh, Friday, Friday Five, Friday Five. Now it's time for Friday Five tell you why because it's friday and it's time to jive and when a little tells us in advance then we actually stand a chance it's time for the friday Friday, friday five oh friday friday five the friday five friday five oh friday friday five the friday five friday five oh friday friday five the friday five all right we haven't heard that in a while so uh that's Simon, some of our best work. Yeah, we yeah. Well, I don't know about
2: that. There's I nice know. harmonies. So it's really <laughs> solid. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Simon, where were you? We needed the Brit in that. You know. Yeah, it you nice. needed some
2: bass in there as well. really. Yeah, right. And you right now, I've got some serious bass <laughs> going on right now.
1: All right, so these come in from Michael Wind. Now, they're the Friday Five, but he officially posted them on Saturday because he's in New Zealand. Yes. So when he posted them, it was Saturday, and now we're doing them on Saturday. Yeah. So this works out. Perfect. Okay, so what's the first one, Roxy? All
0: right, number one, you're appointed as CEO of the NCAA. What would be your first decision?
2: All right, Simon. Oh, I'd, I'd probably give you guys free tickets for every game or season. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Any way you want. Best seats. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's very it's cool. A, it's a yeah. It's an important decision. I okay. think it's going to change the game for the better. Yeah. Because you
1: know. <laughs> we root hard. So sure. I think I, I would go with the. I would not open up the tournament much more. Actually, you know what? I might even bring it back down to the sixty-four teams. I do not. I'm not a big fan of these playing games and all that stuff. It's one of those things. Why are you going to fix it if it's not broke? And I'm I'm strong proponent of that i mean i i'm okay with it is now i'd rather it not be that way i just like the 64 teams there's always going to be someone left out that's just the way it is and it is what it is all right what do you got roxy i would
0: implement that you cannot you are forbidden to use the in front of your name Uh (laughs) Because I'm noticing a lot of people That's are doing it. That's a good one, Roxy. It. A That's lot a good of one. Are so doing not even it.
1: the Ohio State.
0: I mean, it made me laugh when some other colleges were in u- universities were using that, but like now it's getting a little out of control. So like, no one should be allowed to use <laughs> the in front of their university name. <laughs> right.
2: What about the? What if you went with the? No on um, that yet, have You they?
0: know what? I think I'd want to workshop that and then <laughs> see how I feel. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> All right, let's get on to number two. Do you have someone in your life that doesn't follow sports, and what do you talk about?
0: Oh, many people, many people in my industry, like many of my dancer friends are not. I mean, many of them are sports fans, but there are a lot that aren't. And we find so many other things to talk about, like The Bachelor <laughs> and dancing and yeah, tons of things. Life.
1: All right. I wouldn't even thought of that, actually.
0: Yeah. Oh, because my gosh. I my don't
1: f- have many. My, I
0: can- my favorite thing is when I'm with my Honey Taps and we're on our monthly gig here in the city and... Well, at the time before COVID hit, our dressing room was literally a coat closet. And there would, you know, there would be three of us in the dressing, in the dressing area. And we would just have so much fun talking and catching up and just talk about anything that's going on in our life. And then almost miss our cue to go out and perform. <laughs>
3: Great.
0: Real <laughs> professional, happened. Roxy. That happened once. once. Real professional. But it, we made it. It was fine. But we had a good laugh about it after.
1: Now, Simon, do you have anyone?
2: Oh, lots of people. I would actually say, I mean, controversial on this uh, podcast, but for me, sports is kind of like the alternative for weather. You know, if you've got okay. nothing else, you know, if you've got nothing else to talk to someone about, you've just met them or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, then you can be like, OK, we can either do sports or weather here, which is it going to be, you know. So, like, that's why I'm always trying to be brushed up on my sports generally. So it's like if all else fails, we can talk about sports or weather. But no, I mean, typically, yeah, talk about life, you know. Mm-hmm love talking about sex that's real, <laughs> real popular <Ooh>. all right <laughs> yeah well i mean tell us I just more like simon continue worked. tell us more i just think it's way more fun just to, like cut straight to it you know you meet someone <laughs> and just be like let's talk about your sex life just, you know uh... Yeah.
0: Address the elephant in the room, right?
2: Yeah. Right. But if I'm getting a vibe that it's like, oh, this is just gonna be, you know, real conversation. Then you then. talk
1: about sports.
2: <laughs> I'll talk about sports, which I I am happy to do as well. But like
1: this is going in a completely different direction than I thought. So I know,
2: but now you guys have got it on the brain. So let's talk about your sex. Life, so you know? I don't know, man. Like <laughs> yeah. we
1: might not get to three, four, or five here. I mean, is I mean, that a first date topic for you, Simon?
2: What, sports? No, Oof. sex. No, uh, yeah, why not? I mean, you know, it, seems, it depends what the vibe is. You know?
0: What is happening? Know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, Roxy, read number three quick. Okay, number we'll come back to the sex talk maybe.
0: <laughs> number three, true or false, sports isn't a matter of life or death. It's more important than that. I mean, life and death is life and death. But having things like sports and entertainment is crucial in how...
1: All right, don't change the question. ...how
0: our life is. So... <laughs> yes it's Im- it's very i think i think they go hand in hand maybe not one over the other is that a will bond response kind of okay that's it's fine. About you, Chuck? It's fine
1: yeah for me personally it's hold on let me sure i'm reading this right it isn't a matter of life and death no that's fault it is a matter of life and death i mean it's
2: there. wait am i missing something here <laughs> Well, I, I, mean, I mean, well, based on my previous answer, clearly I'm not going to say sports is life and death for me, but what, <laughs> wait, what, what, is the wording of the question a trick question?
0: Is it true or false? And the true statement is sports isn't a matter of life or death. It's more important than that. So you, you say true, that it is more important than life or death, or false, it's not more important than life or death.
2: Oh, I see why we're spiraling out of control, because you're right. It's a tricky one to answer, because it's like, what even is, what are you defining as life and death? Are you literally meaning like, yeah.
0: life or death, like living or not living.
1: I mean, I guess. I just, it's so important in my life. Yeah. Sports are so important to watch and play, Mm -hmm. participate in, whatever. I mean, even to the point when I'm not playing now, I've gotten into umpiring a lot.
0: Right. Sports I just need to be
1: involved some way.
0: Sports, and I'm going to throw entertainment in this because my sport is dance, but my life would be so different if we didn't have these forms of carrying out our life. That's why I say I feel like it goes hand in hand. Sports teaches you so many so many different things that you sure. can take with you in your life Absolutely. and make your life better. This and, is hilarious.
1: I thought this was going to be the quickest question ever because it was true
0: false. It's very philosophical. It is. I feel it's, like. it's actually a it great is. question, Michael. Yeah, that's but great. yeah,
2: sports brings joy. Like when yeah. I play sports, I'm having yeah. fun. It teaches and that you And more than dying.
0: Discipline, yeah. respect, okay. like all the things. Yeah.
1: All
2: right, Simon, we're going to need help with
1: number four. Do you own replica team jumpers? What teams and individuals?
2: Nice. We've got a Kiwi. He's saying jumpers. All what's a right, jumper?
1: Nice. I knew you'd know this. What is a jumper? Well, it's a
2: sweater, as you call it here. A
1: sweater? Like a jersey? No. A a jumper is a... a Yeah, although you know
2: what? He's a Kiwi. Maybe there's something, another meaning. For me, a jumper is just a a sweatshirt, a sweater.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: Okay, well... I believe
1: he's from New Zealand, right? Yes. Yes.
0: I actually so if you're gonna refer to jumpers the way like I refer to jumpers, like onesies. Yeah, see I I knew that's what you were going with. I actually had was gifted a Rangers onesie. Like sleep. Oh, soft, I guess that counts then. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I I ended up giving it away because oh, right, I'm right. not a hockey fan. But if I Shh, were a hockey sh- fan, sh- don't tell them that. I would be a Bruins fan because you know Boston. Yeah, right. Although I did shoot a puck on the Rangers you, ice, you which was really freaking you cool. Did do that. Yeah.
1: Um. So I don't really. I just have a a Red Sox jersey, but that's it. I don't have any football. I have like. Saints shirts, T-shirts, and stuff, but yeah. not like someone's number with a name on the. Back oh, and I
0: totally have like a Brady jersey. Oh yeah, you, as got, you a have Patriot, Patriot. Yeah. and I have Pedroia.
1: All oh, right, yeah. Pedroia's jersey. Yeah. So. So Simon, do you have anything like that? Oof, What's your I favorite football have, team?
2: American, like American
0: football. football.
2: Oh, American football. Team, the Bengals. Oh, that's
1: right. I knew that. I knew that. I yeah, remember. big win. I, I big to, win
2: for you the other night. Things are looking up, you know, for yeah. this week. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, I used to have, like, soccer jerseys and things. I don't really have any of those anymore. I've still got my old, my own jersey from when I played different sports. No, That counts. But, Mm -hmm. no, I I don't really have any. No.
1: All right. And what's the last one, Roxy?
0: Last one, number five. Would you pay to listen to an ad-free version of the podcast?
1: No. They're, of course, meaning the TK podcast. Are they, though? (laughs) Yeah. They are. (laughs) I don't think they're talking about this one, Roxy. (laughs) Well, maybe. So, I'm actually going to go on a limb and... I mean, you guys can answer this too, if you want, I know you don't really listen to the TK show, but I would actually pay, I don't think I should tell them this, but I, I would pay for it even with the
2: ads. I, I, you know, it cracks me up. Oh my God. What a ridiculous answer. No, I'm
1: sorry. I'm not. And it's not just a suck up. I've said this years ago. I mean, Tony's always said, Oh, we, you know, that's why we have sponsors so we can keep it. I'm sorry. If I guess we'd have to talk about the price. I'm not gonna why, pay wait, like why
2: a, sorry why are you why I, 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 this is such a ridiculous ads you, you you're gonna pay because the ads are paying for the podcast is what, is what okay, I understand. Okay,
1: all I'm saying and then is then you're now
2: going to pay more. Where's that money going? I don't are know. They poor to him. Are they struggling? No, is probably not, not. Like you know, I'm sure we he's are. A, he's a
1: millionaire. <laughs> yeah, we are. So pay us. No, I mean, no, seriously. I'm just saying I love it that much that if it was like a 99 cent to download the podcast, I would do that. That's all I'm saying.
0: Oh, I just thought of a good Christmas gift wow. for you. That's
1: all I'm saying. I mean, I, look, I'm that hooked. Yes, I, I like it that much, and I would miss it dearly.
0: And you like the ads that and he does like because ads. he well, makes them funny. okay,
1: I don't love the ads. I would, sure, I'd rather they're not okay, be maybe ads. Okay, there
0: goes my Christmas gift. Okay, keep continuing.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying I enjoy how he does it. And that's where I feel like ours are clever, too. At least we try to be clever with our ads when we do our ads or if we do our anchor ad or if we do.
4: Anchor, I don't even know. Or
1: (laughs) or if we even do, (laughs) you know, we'll do like other ads for like Jingle Fest and things like that. So we try to put a little something into it. So it'll be more fun than just saying stuff.
0: We, we put a little pizzazz into yeah, it. Yeah,
1: I mean, so, and that I feel like that's what Tony does. Give
0: him the old razzle-dazzle. Whether it's,
1: whether it's <laughs> Nigel talking about his rope to measure people for Indochino or whatever. You know, I don't know. They, they just put their own little... Sp- wow. I don't know. So you think I'm crazy, huh, Simon?
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I do. I think that's nuts. But I'll take the 99 cents of you each time you want to listen to it. Like, why <laughs> yeah, not?
1: I guess, no, what I'm saying is, I mean, seriously, if, if, if you told me it was like 20 bucks for the year... Mm-hmm. Like a like a, a, like a well, streaming you love the subscription show that much. Where yeah.
2: no, I'm not saying that, I would do that for every podcast. If that I
1: was your
0: to. only option. Yeah, if
1: that was, I yeah, would do it. I can You're gonna that.
2: get a lot of emails from this. I feel
1: it. <laughs> I feel it. I don't know. I just yeah. Well, I mean, if you like it that much, I would rather have like three less cups of Starbucks coffee for the year and pay for the podcast. If I had to pay for it, I, I would mean, pay there, for it.
0: the ads are there basically so that you can go to the bathroom.
1: I guess. I don't know. Anyway, wow. This this took a wicked turn on me here What? Well, it's, uh, it's, it's, so it's, it's rubbish it's rubbish
2: it is rubbish <laughs> a man is going to pay and have the commercials That's... well but
1: oh here's the thing on the com- i can fast forward through the commercials on the podcast yeah. I can, yeah, so I, the... you can fast forward like 15 30 <laughs> seconds whatever you set it to so you're, i don't have to listen to you're the commercials.
0: paying them to make you fast forward
1: Okay, fair enough. Let's get out of here. <laughs> we're getting more trouble. So thank you, Michael Wind, for the Friday Five. That's great. Now, everyone out there, you might be thinking, now who is Michael Wind and this guy from New Zealand? I don't know who this guy is. Well, we're here to help you. April tenth, go back to our April tenth interview. We were fortunate enough to meet Michael Wind, and it was a great time. Yeah. So go click on that episode and give a listen, and you'll hear all about Michael. Mm-hmm. All right, you two, let's get out of here. Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us.
0: You can email us at wtfcpodnet at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod. We're also on Instagram at the Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget about our Facebook page, the Loyal Littles Podcast. And
1: don't forget to head on over to Apple and iTunes and give us a nice rate and review over there. That's really,
2: really appreciated. That's right. And don't forget to keep tweeting me because I still won't read them but I do see that I have about 100 different alerts from Whoa. some sort of football thing or something, right? Do you really? Well, don't you, don't you keep those alerts? It's like when people are talking about this fantasy soccer or something. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize you were on that.
2: Uh, yeah, I still, I still get these alerts, but I, 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 you know, one day when I have, you know, several hours, I'll just sit down. I just,
1: I just keep liking them and then just move on. Cause I don't understand any of it, but I
0: know it's way over my head, but we like the attention.
1: So oh, I, losing,
2: God, I appreciate, so. I appreciate the, that I'm included. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah.
1: So, all right. And once again, thank you, Lori, Asayo for coming on and being our meet the littles guest. Thank you. Sully from Boston. Thank you. Maurice Werner. Mo. Mo. And Kim Wilson, two L's, for our bumpers this week. And as always, if you are out shopping online tonight, which Roxy likes to do a lot of
2: lately, Mm -hmm. use the code and send us 99 cents for the podcast. (laughs) Do we have a code for that?
5: That was a TK salute, and it's one of my
4: proudest moments as a little. Too much time taking shortcuts should have learned it the right way because patient has tender wisdom from sunken ships and renegades oh i got too much time to lose and i don't think i'm pulling through i try to follow all the paths that lay before me it only takes just one mistake to hit the ground a spiral down and when a king loses his crown it's just a warning I'm doing my best So why do I feel like a liar? Out that I'm the villain in all my stories. It's Ali when Joe's around. Kick myself when I'm down. One left hand, show the glory. From doing my best Why do I feel like A liar and oh Get out of my head My dancing shoes Are on fire Cause this one's for me When I'm
0: Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan.
3: Oh, yeah.